Hey, everybody. Welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sister. I'm Christy Brower, and you are watching a live stream that we are doing today of Chad Debo's most recent court hearing. Katie will be joining me momentarily, but she's, uh, I'll let you know a little secret. She slept in, which is funny because she never does that ever. So she's horrified. So try not to tease her in the chat. But I mean, if you would like to, feel free. <laughs> it's all good. So we are just waiting to uh, kind of see when uh, the judge goes live. Then we're going to share that stream with you so that we can see what happens. So we know in this hearing that originally this hearing was scheduled to uh, schedule Chad's actual trials. Now, uh, if other things are going to happen today, that's possible. You never know with this case, there's always a twist or a turn. Um, now that uh, things have slowed down with Lori for the moment, my hope is that we aren't going to see as many closed door convos now that we know that we were being held back because of her competency issues and a lot of stuff was happening quietly behind closed doors. Um, we shouldn't see a lot more of that, fingers crossed, because honestly, that stuff's not particularly legal. Um, you know, when you get charged with first degree murder, you don't exactly get a lot of privacy, um, but she does have some HIPAA rights, of course. So that's what we've got going on here. Uh, we're just going to hang out here for a few minutes and hopefully we're going to see somebody go live that we can share. Uh, I will be perfectly honest with you. I am not sure which judge this is. So I have the uh, YouTube channels of two judges up right now. Waiting to see which one it's going to be. Which seems kind of silly, but it's kind of how it is today. We uh, are also on a new streaming platform. So I would love it if you can give us feedback on that, you know, depending on what you think about how this looks. Um, ease of use. We are streaming live to Facebook and YouTube. So if you're watching, feel free to give us a comment wherever you're at. Let us know that it's working. Let us know that it looks good. Let us know if there's an issue because we're learning. Um, I do know you can see my green screen in the corner, so don't feel free to, you know, don't worry about telling me that. I know. Still learning this whole green screen thing, but enjoying it, having a lot of fun with it. Uh, so, yeah. So, as we know, Chad is charged with first-degree murder of his wife, Tammy Daybell, of J.J. Vallow and Tylee Ryan. He's also charged with conspiracy to commit first-degree murder of Tammy Daybell, J.J. Vallow, and Tylee Ryan. And he's charged with two counts of insurance fraud because you can't kill somebody and then benefit from their death through life insurance. And he did do that with Tammy. We know there was around $430,000 in insurance money. That's what, you know, took him off to Hawaii and has probably been supporting their 
uh, defense at this point. That's also likely why Lori is now considered indigent and does not have um, any money left for her defense. We're hearing conflicting things about Lori, that she has moved, been moved to a hospital, that she hasn't been moved. So we're waiting for confirmation before we share that. Um, and, and we'll talk more about that tonight in the update. Uh, there's a lot of rumor around, but I haven't seen any like official confirmation. And so I'm always a little hesitant to go, yeah, okay, that's true. Unless there's some kind of official confirmation, because there's so many rumors in this case, as we know. So if you're just joining us, this is the wait time we are having while we wait to uh, live stream the most recent Chad Daybell court hearing. Um, this is a hearing to schedule his trials, which I find pretty interesting, you know, that we're finally maybe to a point that we're going to move into actually scheduling trials now. There's been so many shenanigans and so much stuff go on and different charges and various things that it really has made me wonder if we were ever going to get to this point. <laughs> but, you know, at least we're going to get scheduled. I mean, obviously, these are, we're probably looking at 2022. But, you know, restrictions, COVID restrictions have come up quite a lot, have, you know, been reduced quite a lot uh, by the uh, by the governor. So I do feel like, um, you know, we're a little more likely to have in-person trials now. So we'll see. Um, kind of what's going to happen here. Sorry, I don't mean to be distracted. I'm just checking other feeds to find the feed where this is going to be live streamed because we want to be able to show it to you. And we're on a new, we're on a new streaming service. So if we look a little different or the process to chat or something seems a little different, it's because we're on a new, we're on a new service. So we like this service better because we can play our intro videos and exit videos and um, use green screen and we can use all kinds of stuff that we couldn't on our old one. Hey, JR. Yes. Happy Pride Month. Definitely. I'm going to Pride this weekend, actually. Uh, hey, Stephanie and Patsy, who gave us a shout out earlier. And so thank you, JR. I appreciate you chiming in there because now we know you are seeing us and hearing us. So just hanging out. Hopefully Katie will be joining us soon. I think she's currently feeding pigs, if that tells you anything. Uh -huh. So yeah. Hello, Sarah. Welcome. Nice to have you guys in the chat. We're excited to be here with you. We really enjoyed streaming these hearings and, you know, kind of helping you understand what's happening and sharing that with you. And uh, we've really had a lot of fun with it. So we're enjoying the opportunity to continue doing it. 
So I'm just going to keep uh, glancing through other feeds here. Um, to find the one that I want to uh, share with you, because I think this is going to be coming up here pretty shortly. As we know, court takes forever. Forever to do, so. What do y'all think? Do you think that Chad is going to take a plea? This is one thing I've really been puzzling over lately. Oh, there's Katie. I'm going to add her to the stream. Hello. Well, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I may have told your secret to our uh, loyal listeners here. It is so crazy. I don't sleep in, like, ever. No, you don't. That's why I was like, wow, really? We've had a really busy time lately, though. Well, and the only reason I woke up is because the crows that I've been building this friendship with were screaming outside my bedroom window for their oh, breakfast because really? I feed them breakfast at eight. Uh, oh, hour late to the show when they came to tell me all about it. Right. When I went out to feed them, they were swooping out of the pine trees. And yeah, so thank God for the crows or I'd probably still be asleep. <laughs> I think we're going to have to share East Idaho news because I cannot figure out which judge this is. Mm, okay. I have them both up their channels, but there's nothing. There's nothing pending on either channel. So I think we're going to live stream from East Idaho News. So I'm going to get that set up. We're still on standby, obviously, here with them. I was just asking in the chat, Katie, if what people think about, uh, is he going to take a plea at some point or not? I think that really depends on whether or not they declare the death penalty. Mm -hmm. What have they got? Was another 30 days-ish before? Yeah, I mean, that bombshell's going to be coming down the pipe here any time. It is, yeah. I'm not convinced they will, to be honest, but... Yeah, I... Happened. Right. I, I agree, and I'm not 100% sure they will either... Although there's been, I haven't heard any, all I've heard is support for it. Uh-huh. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we are still here on standby. Fun stuff. Um. So, yeah, that's interesting because I know they, you know, they take a lot of, factors in yeah but certainly one of them is community support and yeah. there's quite a lot of community support for the death penalty in this case but there is a lot of community support now um Tammy's family has not said no, everybody not else, publicly anyway yeah has said you know obviously uh Woodcocks and Colby They've all said, well, if that's, if that's the way it goes, that's the way it goes. 
but we're not mm-hmm. hearing that from uh, Tammy's family. I don't think we will. I don't think Tammy's family will push for the death penalty. Yeah, you know, they've really tried to stay in the background as much as they can with this, which mm-hmm. can't blame them at all. Yeah. On that yeah. respect, but I don't know. Let's it see. is Let's Chad evaluated psychologically. I would assume so. We don't know that for certain, but I would assume yes. In a case like this, I would think that that's just pretty standard that that's going to happen. And especially right. considering that, you know, this uh, means did it, you know, not the prior does everything means does. He doesn't by any stretch. No, he doesn't. Sorry, I'm sharing East Idaho news from their Facebook page, which has their comments, but I cannot find. Oh, yes, I can. Never mind. Okay, so it is starting, and I did find okay. the right YouTube screen. So, yay. Sweet. New tech. We're getting it all yep. straightened out. Yep. We can't hear it. Can't hear it. Okay. Sorry about that. Give me a minute, guys. This is still way new tech. So Boyce Pryor and looks like maybe the court reporter. Yeah, that's all we've got. In speedy trial, if we're going to set this that you are. There we go. You hearing that now? Yes, Your Honor. It is. Thank you. Good. Okay. We need to look at trial that would start sometime by December 9th in order to comply with Idaho's speedy trial requirements under the Constitution in 1935-01. So how many days do you anticipate you'll need to try the case, Ms. Blake? Your Honor, um, given the nature of the charges and the number of charges in this case, the state is anticipating um, approximately five weeks for a trial as a matter. All right, Mr. Pryor, uh, if the state's going to request five weeks, what are your thoughts on that time frame? Uh, anticipation of what your defense may take as well. Judge, I concur with Ms. Blake. I anticipate a five or six week trial. All right, let me get to the calendar here. It's not the most convenient month for it because of holidays, but I think we're probably looking at November. Wow, that surprises me. We're going to get it in this year. Yeah. And of course, prior has to be just a little extra. She says five weeks, so he says six. Yeah.
Apologies for the delay here. I'm just looking at my calendar and other things I've got scheduled. Yeah, I can't say there's a convenient month for a murder trial. I don't think that there is. I think you're right about that, Cammie. We can start the trial on November 8th. And then that would put us out to, we're looking at five full weeks. December 10th. That's available to the defense judge. That will also work for the state, Your Honor. I'm just amazed we're getting this in this year. All right, we'll set trial then November 8th to December 10th. And let me ask counsel if you think we ought to have the trial scheduled out for the following week because there's a judicial holiday on the 11th of November and then again on the 25th. So we lose two full days there. I would, um, I would request that judge. I think that would be prudent. The state would agree that that would be appropriate, Your Honor. I think it's better to hold those dates than not have them available. Very well. We'll set the uh, trial to conclude then by December 17th. Schedule a pretrial conference. I want to go more than a month in advance because of the length of that trial. So about uh, September 29 for a pretrial conference. Ooh. That's when we could potentially have a plea. If that date's available, we could do yeah. that at 9.30 a.m. That works for the defense uh, judge. Thank you. That will work for the state as well, Your Honor. Thank you. All right. We'll send out our notice of trial setting. That'll contain your deadlines for certain things. Uh, discovery cutoff, expert witness disclosures, et cetera, will be included in the court scheduling order. We don't have anything else scheduled for hearing today. I would note Mr. Pryor filed a motion to extend deadlines for a 12B6 motion. I thought it might be worth asking whether or not there's gonna be any objection to that. Do you know, Ms. Blake, are you prepared to discuss that today? Yes, Your Honor, I'm prepared to discuss that. The state was intending to file a notice of non-opposition. I think given the nature of the request that Mr. Pryor is waiting on discovery um, due to the voluminous amount of discovery in this case, he'll need time to review that and the state recognizes that. So I believe it is an appropriate request and we would have no objection. Thank you, Ms. Okay. Blake. And Judge, uh, one, of the, one of the reasons for the, uh, the request was that uh, uh, Mr. Wood and Ms. Blake and I discussed that uh, they are going to resubmit all of the discovery from the uh, other case Mr. Daybell's involved in as a whole. 
they're going to resubmit everything to me. And I made that specific request and they've agreed to oblige me with all of the discovery from everything so that I have a complete set to once again go through and review. And I appreciate Ms. Blake and Mr. Wood accommodating that. Uh, they did put in their disclosure. I thought that was a little unusual, but they put in their disclosure that they will provide me everything by the 15th of July. And given the fact that there was voluminous discovery, I understand Ms. Blake's need for additional time on that. And I understand that. And um, uh, at this point, um, uh, that may, that was the basis for the, the, the extension. And uh, um, once I get the discovery, uh, Ms. Blake and I'll have to talk about how we proceed from there. But uh, as a matter of a, a lengthy explanation, Judge, that was the, the reason behind it. So. All right, I'll uh, grant the motion that it was filed on June 21st to extend deadlines for filing a motion under 12B of the criminal rules. In your proposed order, you've got a, still a, a deadline in there that's not filled in. So uh, what are your thoughts on a reasonable deadline for the motions to be filed and heard? Well, Judge, assuming that I get all of the evidence and, and, and Judge, I don't know what occurred at the grand jury. I know there were five days of testimony. I imagine it's going to be voluminous. Uh, and I imagine the discovery is going to be as it was before voluminous. I expect that it's going to take me at least 30 days to get through everything. Voluminous. Um, so from the 15th of July, assuming Miss Blake's going to do that. And, and I did offer to Miss Blake and Mr. Wood to hand deliver hard drives to them if it would expedite things. They, they declined that. They don't want me to do that. They said that they will provide me everything. And I appreciate that, but uh, um, Judge, could I have 60 days from the uh, 15th of July? Is that possible? That puts us on a pretty tight time frame. That would put us at September 15th, then with a pretrial on September 29th. I mean, but it would be heard before pretrial conference. Um, I'll get the state's input on that. Uh, Your Honor, <laughs> sorry, I agree that it puts us on a pretty um, tight timeline. However, I am well aware of the voluminous amount of discovery. I do recognize that the grand jury transcript will be lengthy and require some time for Mr. Pryor to review that. Um, so the state would not have an objection to that. Of course, what we'd ask is if at any point Mr. Pryor knows he's going to be filing that motion, if he just tries to get it filed as quickly as possible, or even confer with the state a little bit um, so that we don't delay the start of a trial in trying to determine any pretrial motions. Okay. Uh, based on that, what I'll do, Mr. Pryor, is I'll set at a few days before the 60, we'll have Friday, September 10th, be the deadline listed in your order. And that's for the motion to be filed and heard. So obviously that would be really your deadline for a hearing date, your motion would need to be filed in advance of the hearing date in order to allow response by the state. Thank you, Your Honor. All right, any other matters we need to bring up this morning on the case? Not from the defense, Your Honor. Thank you for your accommodation. You're welcome, Ms. Blake. Not from the state, Your Honor, thank you. Okay, thank you. We'll get that scheduling order out. Have a good uh, rest of your day and we'll be in recess. Thank you, Your Honor. And the word of the day is voluminous. <laughs> what the heck was that? Has he been reading his conditioner bottle? I mean, what voluminous? <laughs> well, you guys, there you have it. We have trial dates. 
for Chad Daybell. He's being tried for these murder trials starting on November 8th. Yeah. Now, there will be more <laughs> hearings before then. Yeah, um, there will. There will. Yeah. He's because of the voluminous uh, discovery, I'm sure. The voluminous <laughs> discovery is just. Well, and he will problems. probably file to dismiss. He'll argue with this uh, grand jury that they didn't have enough evidence. He will file to dismiss as soon as he actually sees the grand jury transcript. Right. Which is his job. I mean, it is, you know, but yeah. yeah. Also, why, what's wrong with Pryor that he cannot figure out how to put himself in the middle of his Zoom? <laughs> like, he's right. clear off to one side. Every time he leans over, he disappears, you know, like, like what are you? we don't need on, to dude. see your painting on the wall or print no. as it were. Uh, we, we don't. That's we just funny. Need to see you. So, but interesting, <laughs> this is the first time we've ever just had the judge, the new Fremont County prosecutor, Ms. Blake, and uh, Pryor in the room. That, yeah. that was interesting. That was, and I got to say, I really like Lindsay Blake. Mm -hmm. I don't think she takes any shit from anybody. No. And she comes across very professional and very polite. Mm -hmm. But when it comes down to it, She's going to kick some ass. Mm -hmm. I really like her. And I love that this is being tried by a woman. Absolutely. And, you know, she's got Prosecutor Wood and and uh, the other prosecutor they brought in. Prosecutor kind Smith, of, yeah. Yeah, behind her to ass yeah. assist her. But I love that she's the one out front. Yeah. Right. And she that deserves to go down by this. a woman. Absolutely. And yeah. she didn't shy away from this and just punt it over to Wood. No, she and she totally could have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that is way, way cool. Mm -hmm. um, to answer somebody's question, my shirt says, I'm a bad influence, but a lot of fun. And it's very true. I've always been accused of being a bad influence. It's all, it's mostly because I'm the oldest, you guys. Mm -hmm. Any of you that are the oldest, you're all the bad influence too, right? Because you did whatever. I got the first tattoo, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I so was the first gay old. one, you know, stuff like that. Way to be gay. <laughs> way to be gay. Way to be gay. Uh, Sherry had said earlier, Lori might be out by September. Maybe that would affect a plea. I think that's a really good point. It is a but, really good point. Because yeah. she could. I mean, this original commitment is 90 days. Mm -hmm. And then they, and it, it can be extended way beyond that. But yeah. If the first 90 days doesn't spiff her up enough to get her into court, the second one is 180 days. Yeah. So this could stretch out for a while. I really doubt it, though. I think after the first 90 days, she's going to be floofed up and ready to go. Probably. I mean, all they have to get out of her is the ability to understand her charges and participate in her defense. It's not like, oh, mm -hmm. she's not crazy anymore. No, no, it's that not. that. Happen. It's just yeah. those two things that make her competent to stand trial. Right. So that I think, you know. Um, th that's a pretty low bar, mm -hmm. to be perfectly honest. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know. I just couldn't yeah. get over voluminous because one of them said it and then they both said it. <laughs> and then everyone just kept saying it over and over again. And I was like, do you guys hear yourselves? <laughs> like, There's so many other words that could be used that would be more in my world of make more sense. Yeah. yeah. Like substantial, yeah, enormous, gargantuan, shit ton. Yeah, yeah, there you go. We could go on and on, but no. I would love to hear Pryor say in court, but judge, 
there's a shit ton of much <laughs> amount of discovery to go through. He wouldn't say it, but means might. <laughs> means might. Means might. Yeah. Pryor is very pretentious. <laughs> so pretentious. But he no, just means looks like such an something idiot. more like there's side of his video that just cracked me up. Means yeah, what? That's weird. Means would say something more like, uh, "It's really not fair because there's a million billion quadrillion amounts of <laughs> yeah, things yeah, that yeah. I'm supposed to read, and I just want them to give me exactly what I need to know to win my case." Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what he would say. A million billion trillion. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and a little yes, more whiny definitely. voice. I didn't have it all. <laughs> Innocuous in the chat says, "My exasperation with this case is becoming voluminous." <laughs> That's our new word, you guys. We're going to have to find a bunch of ways to use it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny how it just became an epidemic and those two just kept freaking saying mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I wonder if Lindsay Blake left court like, why the hell did I keep saying voluminous? Why did I say that so many times? <laughs> so, um, well, yeah. but you know. Malingering very... is definitely inevitable, Cheryl. Absolutely. I called you Sherry. Mm-hmm. I've called you Sherry twice, I think. I'm sorry. Do know Cheryl. that I just woke up. Cheryl, (laughs) Cheryl, I agree. Yes, malingering is inevitable, Uh, especially Mm -hmm. if the death death penalty is on the table. Because then, even long after the case, we're going to keep you know the trial. We'll keep hearing from this case. So, oh, for sure, for sure. But that's just the thing as far as the assessment of Lori. She just has to understand her charges and be able to participate in her defense. Yes, that's it. She can still. You know, think that she's meeting her husband in portals and whatever. Um, and that stuff won't matter as long as she mm-hmm. understands what she's charged with. You know, when Lori's convicted, Means will immediately file for a mistrial because Lori had inadequate counsel. <laughs> he probably will. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, Cheryl says it's a lifetime of Sherry. I understand. It, it is spelling, and it's actually a cool spelling. I just, again, thank God for the crows, or I would still be in my bed. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you would. Now, interesting that we have that um, preliminary, that pretrial conference coming up in September, because that one of the purposes of the pretrial conference is to determine has there been a plea deal? In this case, and it can mm-hmm. be presented to the judge then, or are we ready to go forward for trial? So that's still, you know, and, and, and I mean, they can take a plea all the way up to when the jury goes out to deliberate. I mean, until that mm-hmm. point, they can still make a plea deal. But from those uh, trials, that's when they happen a lot. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see, honestly, you know. It's very unlikely that this November date will stick. Very unlikely. I was surprised as hell that they were able, that they were putting it in 2021. Well, especially because the other case is supposed to go to trial in October. Right. So I don't think this will stick. I suspect. I that really this. think that case is going to hold into this one. I really feel like that we're going to see that it happen should. this summer. Yeah. Yeah. It's all related. Yeah, for sure. Means will malinger as well. There will be a voluminous <laughs> amount of malingering out of means. There already has been. Yeah. Oh, so much so. Yeah. Also a voluminous amount of whining. Oh. 
We'll get to that in the update tonight. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. definitely been some whining. Uh, Prior might end up being Lori's lawyer in her second trial. <laughs> yeah, right. With not. <laughs> I don't think he can be. I think that's a conflict of interest, but that would be really funny. Well, I mean, Chad Means has already been Chad's attorney. Right. And they the did fact decide that, that Means was, was okay. allowed to stay on this case at all way back a year ago is pretty surprising because well, he did. Yeah. Uh, you know, he did for a short time had announced to the media that he was Chad Daybell's attorney. He and made a then, post to put it on social media, man. <laughs> yes, he announced it on the Twitter, you know, mm-hmm. with memes in his Twitter films. And mm-hmm. then when they went to court and the prosecutor said, I have a concern about Mr. Means uh, having uh, represented Mr. Daybell in the past. And he said he had not friggin' lied. And it's right out there in, in Twitter land. Like, he put it out there just in case anyone is ru- wondering. I am the attorney of record for Chad Daybell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then he got called on that. And he was like, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I yeah, but I wasn't like really representing him. I was just kind of like, you know, saying I was representing him. Yeah. And the judge said, oh, okay, then. <laughs> and a lot of people thought at that point he won't be allowed to represent Lori because of the conflict of interest. But there wasn't really any action taken during that time. It was more of a statement to the press that, you know, if you want to talk to Chad, you're going to go through me. But right. still, it's still, that still gets to me. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And yeah, no discussion yet of change of venue. And you know that's coming. Oh, yeah, that's definitely coming. Because, yeah, that's the thing. We may have a trial date, but we don't know where that trial is going to be. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cammy says this whole thing has been so voluminous. And the amount of voluminousness is just too voluminating. <laughs> it's true. Lovely alliteration there, Cammy. Way to well, go. and truly, it started with Chad and Lori being filled with a voluminous amount of bullshit and yes. committing a voluminous amount of crimes. Yes. So maybe voluminous really is the word for this case. It's going to be now. I don't know. It's a theme. It's certainly come out as a theme. Well, I really want to make a meme now with Pryor with some like big pole fancy hairdo. <laughs> yeah, that would be so awesome. You know, say, but uh, judge is just too voluminous. <laughs> I'm probably going to have to. There goes my morning. I mean, please I do have other do. work please to do, do, but now I have to make a meme. We all need that, man. We need to be seeing that. You, you know, look for it on our YouTube channel later today. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you, you know, it'll be there as soon as it's in my head. Then. Gotta ask to happen. Right. <laughs> You're gonna be doing it. Well, we will be back tonight at 7 p.m. mountain. Or I will be. I don't know. Are you joining yeah. me tonight? Or is it, you are joining me tonight. I'll be awesome. here tonight. Yeah. So we will be back at 7 p.m. Mountain um for a live stream. So it'll be on YouTube and Facebook as usual. Um for case updates, we have quite a bit to share with you. Uh, other things actually about this case and some other cases. So we'll be doing mm-hmm. that. And uh, then of course, we'll be back tomorrow night with the psychic hour. That's also a live stream at 7 PM mountain. Yeah. So lots going on. Yeah. There you go. Well, thanks for joining us for this live stream. You guys, we really appreciate it. And you know, it. we are true crime paranormal with the psychic sisters. Have a good day. Take care. 